pull up, like, how you pull up, baby, how you pull up? Thank you for joining today's podcast, On The Clock Radio. We have an exciting exciting agenda for you today. My name is George Martinez, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and right-hand man, Raul Lescano, as we talk about all things happening locally and nationally. Absolutely, and we got a great one for you today, man. We're going to go ahead and talk about a couple topics that were hot right now over the week. We're going to talk about Dak Prescott, whether he's $45 million worthy, see if he needs that contract. We're going to talk about who's going to replace the legend in New England. And then we're going to see who's doing what in Chicago, Foles versus Trubisky. Also, man, something I want to talk about controversial a little bit. Flacco gets the contract before Cam Newton. Yeah, we got to talk about that, man. We're on the clock with that. And then let's not forget also basketball is back. Basketball is back. Uh, NBA format is kicking off here soon. And then we have a special guest Absolutely. joining the show as well. Yeah, man, what we like to do here on the clock is we want to highlight high school athletes that are part of our Tampa Bay area, man. So we're going to start that off with Tampa Catholic's very own D'Angelo Taylor. He's going to be joining us a little bit later. Can't wait to give him a chop, man. This is on the clock, and you get ready now. Brand new Lamborghini, fuck a cop car. With a pistol on my hip like I'm a cop. Have you ever met a real nigga rock star? This ain't no guitar, bitch, this a clock. My Glock told me to Yeah, on the clock, man. What's going on, George? How you been, man? Good, man. How are you doing? Man, I'm making it. It's a beautiful, beautiful Memorial Day, man. Yeah, man. You know, first thing first, you know, podcast being recorded here on May 25th, 2020. want to give a shout out to to all of our soldiers um, on this Memorial Day. Raul, you know, I want to I want to thank you first, first and foremost for your service. Oh, man, Everything you've done for, for our country. want to thank you, man. Appreciate you. Oh, man, I appreciate that, man. And everybody around the world, man, thank you for uh, everything you do, soldiers and troops, man. And I, I really, really want to give a special shout out to those families. Uh, thank you so much for, for giving your men and your women to us to help uh, protect this country and also for those ones that made the ultimate sacrifice. So I appreciate that, George. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Hey, man. So, so let's go ahead and jump into it here. Sure. So basketball's back. Oh, man. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's being discussed right now. Players and owners are, are thinking about hosting uh, games in Orlando, Florida, mm. here <laughs> locally. Of course, because the governor opened it up. He opened it up. <laughs> he said, wants that money. said, go ahead. Bring sports here. It's sunny. COVID nineteen doesn't like the heat. Right. So let's bring everybody in. No disease here. Now, are those are those games? Are they going to be played with fans or no fans? How's so, that working? So report here. I'm on NBA.com's website. They're talking about no fans. No wow. fans at all. Uh, they're going to have a rigorous check of temperatures beginning uh, if at the front door. Not allowed in without a temperature check. They're going to bring you in, check your temperature, allow players to come in, limited staff. Limited media, uh, basically skin and bones of what you need in order to operate an NBA basketball game. And, and I wonder how that. Yeah, I mean, with with everything that's been going on. I mean, like the UFC, then the golf, their tournament that we saw, um, and you get to have a little bit more insight with the athletes. I wonder the, how how that. I'm interested to see how that plays out with the NBA. You got to think it's a different broadcast. Yeah, you got to find a different way to to bring fans to make them feel like they're at the game. Right. Whether it be maybe you mic up the coach, oh, during timeouts. Awesome. And you, you have to bleep out a lot of curse, a lot of curse words. <laughs> a lot of right? curse words. Yeah, you don't have to pay for that freaking twelve dollar beer though. So that's uh, yeah, absolutely. You gotta <laughs> gotta find a way to do it somehow. Right. Or maybe do you do a little behind the scenes access, and, and you charge a little bit of money, and and fans can uh, get a locker room access before the game, That'd be during cool. halftime, maybe post game. That'd be cool. And, and you give the the fans a different experience. I mean, when you think about twenty twenty and COVID nineteen and how it's kind of affected all of us. It, sports is part of it. It's going to change right. the way we play the game. It's going to change the way we watch and enjoy the game. Absolutely. Uh, you know, 
so let's say they do start basketball. Right. Are they doing it in the bracket format? How are they? Yeah. So, so they're doing some March Madness stuff. Yeah. So again, here on NBA.com, they're talking about uh, sixteen teams. Nice. Doing one through eight on the west and on the east, mm. using using the records as of COVID nineteen. Wow. And and locking the rosters there. Right. Um, and and basically saying, all right, you know, we're gonna play over a couple weeks, um, March Madness style. You win, you you you, you kind of move on in a series. There'll be a seven game series. All games will be seven game series. Wow. You win, you move on. You lose, you go home. So let me ask you this, man. So the guys that had the plan on making the final push for the finals playoff no run. More. Yeah. Not <laughs> they're no out. more. They're out now. Not no they're more. Done. So if you rested the players during the season right. in order to try to make a push towards the end and lock up a seed, <laughs> you're looking outside like, in. The coach is probably just kicking himself in the ass like, I did not see the pandemic coming. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see that being <laughs> a problem. Anybody else did either. <laughs> right. So, so we got eight on the West. Or, yeah, eight on the West, eight on the East, right? So who... Let me take a look here. On the Western Conference, you got number one Lakers at number one. Yeah. Wow. Lakers are one on the West, and I think the Bucks are, are, one. are one on the East. You got to think going into it, those got to be the two favorites. Yeah, I mean, they, they got to be the ones that are going to meet up in the finals, right? I mean, and again, it's the NBA. Anything can happen. I'm still going to root for my freaking Miami Heat. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I, but, you know, Miami Heat projected right now as a four seed. They're coming yeah. out They're coming out of that second round having to face the Bucks. <laughs> And that'll be a matchup. Jimmy Butler's going to have his hands full. I'm still going to go for him. I know that Greek freak is going to kill us. But I'm, I'm still going to root for him. I mean, but you're right. Uh, coming out of it, I think they're all going to, one way or another, meet up in the finals, man. Who do you think in the finals takes it, Lakers or Bucks? Well, you And, know, again, we're projecting really early. Cause yeah, it's super early. We don't even know if any of these teams worked out. At all. <laughs> we don't even know At if they, they did anything. Because I see, I see a couple Paul Pierce uh, playing horse, <laughs> but that's about it. I ain't see nobody else working that's out. It. That's it. I know LeBron grew that. Golf beard and Taco Tuesday yeah, chin, you whatever. See, you see, he's working a little gray beard. Yeah, I saw the gray LeBron beard. LeBron show his age. Yeah, age a little bit. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. man. That's so, funny. so let me ask you this here. So, mm-hmm. who do you think benefits the most from the layoff? It's been ten weeks. Oh, I don't know since the basketball game was last played. Right. I don't know who benefits because I mean, we're hoping every single basketball player has a gym, which they don't. Which they know that everybody has a LeBron James. So you mean James, to tell me that, that six man doesn't have a play? He doesn't have. He's one. playing at the playground still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'd be closed now. Mike Miller's shooting from from the playground outside. <laughs> that's probably closed. He had to jump the fence to get there. Right. That's it. So I mean, that's a great question, man. I mean, I, I would. I don't know who benefits from it. I know. I know for a fact LeBron has a um, court at the house. So I don't know if he had teammates over. I don't know if he just been practicing one on one. I mean, who does he practice against? Bronny. He's been practicing against, against the sun. Just Bamming, <laughs> Bamming on Bronny. Yeah. No, I, I'm sure LeBron's had some dudes over. Right. Secretly. Had to. Because the, the one thing that's kind of get lost here is the chemistry. The players' now chemistry. That's, that's a good point. So so I, I, I kind of lean on the sense that the teams that are more veteran can can turn it on and off pretty quick. They'll, they'll right. catch up with that chemistry pretty quick. Your young teams, and we have a couple of them in there right now, right. that may struggle because the chemistry, they haven't played basketball yeah. in 10 weeks. It's been a while, and they're young. And how do you go from not playing at all to now it's playoff basketball? And I'm looking at these teams too, man. None of them says, like, has a rich history of being in the finals. I mean, I mean everybody probably had it at one time or another in history, but... I mean, other than the Clippers with um, Kawhi having that experience, and I don't know. Yeah, you figure Paul George. Right. You know, the, the veterans guys have been in the playoff before, kind of know what it looks like, feeling like LeBron. Right. Being in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals 
all of his life. That's true. That's but very true. him and AD have never played together a playoff game. Ever. <laughs> so I mean, but Paul George and, and Kawhi haven't played a playoff game together. That's going to be funny. That's going to be interesting to see how this all kind of plays out as we – as we kind of kind of get into it and how it's broadcasted, right. how it's played, the chemistry from the players, right. I I personally wow. expect a sloppy first round. Yeah, I would I would, I would call sloppy that first that's round. A, that's a good call. That's a and, good call. And here's 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 my hidden hidden gem on, on this topic <laughs> What's here. What's the hidden gem? What about the refs? What do you, what do, you do with the refs? The refs haven't refereed a game. What do they have to do? They haven't refereed a game. Now again, I'm gonna speak what, a little, a, a little personal to? experience here. Okay, I used to ref basketball. Okay. And, and and football as well. Chemistry matters with with your crew. Really? It matters with your crew. Are you serious? Absolutely it does. What chemistry do you got? You guys go out and throw flags with each other? Like on you don't f- go out and throw flags <laughs> with each other, <laughs> like, but you, you understand doing? where your crew's looking at. So we all have responsibilities. As far as as far as hey, the, what what makes the, who makes that call? Right. Or? Who makes a call? Okay. What positioning? Conditioning. Do you think refs are out there running around? I do. Bodies in shape. I do. You think in basketball? I haven't seen a really good shape referee. <laughs> Have you? I mean, yeah, I've seen a couple of refs beat LeBron down the court. <laughs> I've seen a couple of refs sprint down the field and beat LeBron off the court. I don't court. know, man. I don't know. I I, I would have to. Uh, I'd have to see that, man. I'd have to take a look. And and, and it's got to bring. It's going to bring some juice. I'm just excited to right. see. Me too. Some type of sports again. I, I mean, am we, too. we just watched yesterday on Sunday. We watched <sighs> Peyton awesome. Manning. Peyton Manning was that not and Tom awesome? Brady talking with shit. Phil Mickelson. Oh my God! And Tiger. Tiger was talking shit. Did you did, did you see the eagle shot from Tom Brady? Absolutely. And just right before he shot the shot, Charles Barkley was talking shit. To talking him. shit to him like, "Hey, eat that, Chuck. Suck, <laughs> suck on that medicine, buddy." That is vintage Tom Brady, right but there. But now, so here's my question to you: Do you go back to golf being the way it was before? I thought this was better. So I, I, I would love to see this kind of golf match. I definitely think. This type of golf match brought a different audience, an audience right. that golf doesn't have today. Right? Because golf has a certain audience that's on the couch, watches golf on on over the weekend. This brought a different level of golf. Again, you know, you got mics attached to to, to, right. to the golfers. They're out there talking noise. All right. I loved it. I think if anything, this creates more exhibition golfs. I we love watching the, the, the reporters Absolutely. driving the cars <laughs> right next to them asking questions. <laughs> I thought that was great. I think it was great. Now, is it bad for me? I'm gonna put you on the clock here. Yeah, I'm is on. it bad for me to think I saw I saw a guy pick up a ball and toss it to Tiger. Only thing I thought about was COVID eighteen traveling on the ball. Oh. That the guy picked up. <sighs> no way. As he threw the ball to Tiger. He got, he got, he got his little, <laughs> what do you call it, temperature raise. And they they, they sanitized Oh, him. man. I'm like, There's no, no way. don't throw the ball to Tiger. <laughs> we need him. No, I think it was, I, I, I just love the chemistry that, that Peyton Manning had. I love it when they asked him the question, you know, what what's, what are some things you got to do to win? Who's gonna, who should you brought a caddy? And he sits there and tells him. that? He tells him, I should have brought Gronk because Gronk does anything Tom wants. That's it. He'll go wrestling for a year. He, he'll go retire for a year and then and he'll come join him in Tampa. Come join me in Tampa. So and then he tells him, uh, um, "What I should have did was bring out Bill Belichick to see how that works." That was that hilarious. was great. Oh, so, let God. me tell you something. Peyton Manning is a funny guy. He's a funny guy. I like him. Did, so did, they were talking about wearing matching outfits. Did you? <laughs> I, did, did you? I saw that, yeah. Did you hear about why he completely denied? He's not going to do it and declined wearing what yeah. Tiger because you know Tiger. So for the folks that didn't see it, Tiger was in his usual. Red shirt, yep, black Nike, yep. black pants, and you know they wanted to wear a matching set. And Peyton Manning said, "Absolutely not." Yeah, he doesn't. He's not going to support Georgia. He doesn't like Georgia. He's a bulldog. He he's hates a Tennessee. Him. He's a Tennessee he hates guy. Him. But when Brady told his, when Brady told him, "Hey, they haven't been good since you left," 
I was like, oh man, shots burned. fired. Burned. Shots fired. Yeah, it, it, it was great it. to see those two guys playing a game of yeah, golf. going head-to-head again. Man. It was great entertainment on Sunday. And I think the quarterback should be talking a little crap. Absolutely. I think they should be. It's something that we don't see a whole lot. The quarterback's always this guy that right. isn't supposed to say a whole lot. Well, when you, front, when you see, when you see Tom Brady at the press conference, you know, it's always, it was a good game, we're going to go on to the next one, blah, blah, blah. The Bill Belichick. It's what you're supposed to say. Yeah, you're kind of bland and boring, but this was hilarious to it watch. It was great. It was great commentary. It was great to see them talk. I don't want to go back. I don't it was authentic. Back. I want to be... Just like this. I think the PGA should be just like this. I think they should let them freaking cuss. <laughs> let them say what they want to say. It would be perfect golf this way. Yeah. No, if I, they did I, it this way. I completely agree. And talking about other quarterbacks, did uh, you see Dak Prescott's <sighs> contract demand? Bro. When what you, do you when, think when about you talk, that? When you talk about outrageous, when you talk about outrageous, how do you expect to ask $45 million from the Dallas Cowboys. Like, where does that come into play? That doesn't come into play anywhere. Nowhere. So, my, so let, let me give you a little background here. I'm married to a <laughs> so that means no Cowboys Nation. <laughs> oh. I'm married to Cowboys Nation. Wifey loves Cowboys? My wife oh loves my Cowboys. My, my, my entire in-laws, <laughs> my in-laws' family They're going to hear this. The Cowboys. You're going to be fucking disappointed. My, my sister-in-law... And her whole family are all Cowboys fans. Yeah. So when we watch Cowboys games at their house and they lose. Right. Oh, you're in them. Oh, I love it. I know. Love it. There's no food. Pack up the shit. Absolutely. We got to take the kids. Oh, I get dirty looks all yeah, the time. Yeah, we're done. It's, get out of here. Take you and your bucks and go. Got to run. Yeah, take you and your bucks and get the hell out of here. It's a bunch of blue shirts and one red shirt standing out all solo Do, they by don't, himself. They don't play Dallas, by the way, right? Tampa doesn't play Dallas, right? No, no thankfully. Right? thankfully. Oh, that would have been great. Thankfully. You know how great I would have came over. I would have come over to watch that shit. Great. You and your Tampa Bay fuck it up. Oh, it's it's one on fourteen. <laughs> I gotta call my dad and my uncle and, and What about the kids? Your kids are you're not raising them Dallas fans, right? So the kids are the kids are both neutral. The kids are both right now. You know, my, my son and my daughter wear both Cowboys and Bucks stuff, depending on since they don't play each other, they don't have to pick a side yet. Right. So right, that's good. Certain times they play they they, they will wear the Bucks stuff and other times they'll wear they'll wear that stuff. So I'm in a conversation. So here it is. You know, I'm talking to my father-in-law just yesterday, right. right here on Sunday, and I asked him the same question. I said, "All right, you're a diehard Cowboys fan. Is Dak worth the money? If he says yes, you divorce. Absolutely, you have to. You have to divorce your wife. You have to. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And he goes, absolutely not. Right. He is not. Now, so he's again, a real football fan. He, he's a real football fan. So again, you know, a little background on my father-in-law a little bit. He's a diehard. He's a Roger Staubach fan. Oh, he's yeah. been a fan All of All the greats. Yeah, so he knows the way football is supposed to be played. And he knows what a quarterback truly looks like. Right. And well, he's, like, he's like George. You he know had what? the great Troy Aikman days. He had Troy Aikman here, Roger Staubach, Emma right. Smith, Mike Irvin. I mean, He knows what the a team's supposed to be like. The yeah. brand. Right. And he's like, George, listen, the contract is not why you play for the Cowboys. You play for the brand. Right, America's team. Right? America's team. But they ain't been America's team since what ninety four. When's the last time they went to a? So, so is, is America's team defined by winning or is it defined by popularity? I don't know. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys were popular for a long time. They, so were, I mean, they were real popular the, for a long time. There, the Dallas Cowboys are 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 the version of the New York Yankees in okay. sports, as far as globally, okay. and nationally being known because of the brand. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I I think the Patriots took over the last fifteen years. Dominating for a whole decade, but do you think the Patriots are, are, are as known internationally as the Cowboys? No, are? no, not at all, not at all. I, I mean, I know Tom Brady is, but not 
Tom Brady not, is an individual yeah, player. Not but the, not the but Patriots. Now, now on, on retrospect, think about this. Is the Cowboys known as a brain or as an individual player? Individual player. I would. The, the, you're talking about the Cowboys or the, the, Cowboys, the Cowboys? Oh, no, no. Cowboys team. It's just a brand. It's the brand. It's a Cowboys. It's yeah. a star. It's the whole thing. It's a star. Right, right, right. You think about all this stuff that That's a winning players. org, though. That, that's been a winning org for years and years. That's that's what gets the people. You know what I mean? So when you talk about 45 million, you better be coming with it. Wow. You talk about 45 to. million. You, you got to be Troy Aikman stuff. And you think about you think about Dak's record, right? So at the end what of the is, day. What was his record? What is his. What are quarterbacks measure? So I'm, I'm gonna put you on the clock here. In your opinion, how are quarterbacks measured? Is, is it is it wins? Is it playoff wins? Is it what is it? I think to to be elite quarterback, if you're gonna need those playoff wins, you're gonna need those Super Bowl wins. I mean, we could talk arm strength, we could talk ball placement, we could talk about delivery, we could talk about three step drops, quarterback reads, we can do all this stuff. But the ultimate measure of of elite is what are you producing? What are your production? What are you doing when it matters? Right, and that's what got Winston. Ran out of Tampa a little bit. Absolutely. Was, was production. They want you know. You could blame it on whoever you want to. You could say whatever you want. You could sit there and say, "Oh, it's that the play calling." But at the end of the day, you got to win ball games. Like Matt Matthew Stafford over there, at Detroit. He needs to win ball games. They paid him a big contract. I haven't seen them be really, really competitive since Calvin Johnson. Absolutely, since he left. So he left. So That's I, it. I, you got to win these ball Shit. games. Okay. The Lions haven't been relevant since Barry Sanders. No, they haven't. Was but, there? But there was that that kind of that hope when they had that team. When they had everything coming together, they had defense. Sue was on there. They had a good D-line. They had some. I think coaching was the lacking part for Stafford because he never really excelled. But, like, Stafford, you got to start winning in the, or you got to start looking at getting rid of him. You got to start getting rid like, should we get rid of Stafford? Same thing with a lot of these quarterbacks here. The, the main ingredient is winning. And that's a question that's being asked right now of, of Dak. Is he worth it? So He's not. So here's, here, here's a couple of fun facts for you. And when, when you look at when you look at Dak against the good teams, so good teams are being measured right. as being as being five hundred or better. Okay. So ten wins or more. Ten wins or more. Nine wins or more. Right. Over over the course of the last couple of years, Dak is eleven and ten. God. Against those teams. Against those competitive teams. Against competitive teams. Hmm. Now, and these are teams that make the playoffs. Right. So he's eleven and ten against playoff teams. But he's twenty three and seven against teams that don't make the playoffs. So, so, so teams that are below five hundred. So he's kicking the shit out of teams he needs to, but he can't get he over can't the win, hump. He, he can't win the big game. Can't win a big game. And then you think about, you know, and I know you and I have talked just about about this offline before. Dak ran Des Bryant out of Dallas. Oh, he did. Absolutely, a stud receiver. If anybody thinks differently, I want them to come on the show and they have to come on the this. show. We got to put them on the clock. You put that. me on, and you got to let me know how the hell do you don't think so? Because there's no way that you can sit there and tell me, oh, Des Bryant was prop was a past his prime or whatever the shit was. I'm watching overthrown balls, gutter balls. Get the hell out of here. Can't, Dak ran him out of there, and blamed him. Absolutely. And now I we're mean, finding out it's him. We, we, they put Des in a situation to catch over dudes, catch behind dudes, catch on top of dudes. <laughs> He's got to go jump in the stands to catch it. Absolutely, it's ridiculous. And that, and that guy's still a freak of nature. And, and and that's Dak Prescott with a star-studded offensive line, right? Star-studded running back. In mm. in, in, in Elliott in, with Zeke, yeah. You have a great receiving core, and yet can't get over the hump. Can't get over. Now, are they are they going to blame it on coaching? Oh, they, and that's what they did with, with, with Jason the, Garrett. Yeah, they, that's what they did. That's what they did. They ran him out of there. Now he's at the Giants. Can't wait to play oh them twice boy. a year. He's going to kick the offensive coordinator there. Right. I'm don't, a, think, don't think he's not licking his chops. Yeah, he's going to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He has to. He has the, other, to. the other thing, too, this is is let's let's be honest here. Let's 
let's be honest with Dallas and Jerry Jones. If Jerry Jones wants you, he signs you. There's no way. And this is what Dak isn't re- understanding. Like, if, if they wanted the contract to be done, it would have been done. It would have been done already. They pay for Amari Cooper. They pay for Zeke. They're paying for all these players. If they wanted Dak to be the starting quarterback, then they pay the contract. So, what Dak can't handle is the fact that they don't want him. So, I'm going to tell you one thing right here. So, I, I pulled up quarterback contracts in the NFL. Oh, good. Right, because, good. because there's a direct correlation. There, there's a reason why. He's not getting the big bucks. He's not getting the big bucks. And there's right. a reason why teams that are on rookie contracts, your Patrick Mahomes, those kind of deals, are making playoff runs. Right. And teams that are overpaying for quarterbacks or paying quarterbacks a, a large dollar amount aren't getting anywhere. So I'm going to give you a list of quarterbacks here. All right, shoot them up. All right, we got Russell Wilson. Is the top of paid course. quarterback. I can see that. $35 million. Absolutely. Dak says he, he's worth more. Bullshit. More. And Russell, Russell took his team to a Super Bowl Russell within the has, first three years. Russell has a couple Super Bowl ranks now. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's been, within the first three years, he was already in the playoffs, NFC Championship, and then he busted through the window. And he's, and he won, won. And he's one black, bad call, bad play call away from having another Super Bowl oh ring. Oh, my God. He just hand the ball to Lynch. <laughs> just give it to Lynch. Just give it to Lynch. <laughs> the freaking bonehead call. <laughs> that's for another podcast. He's not more than Russell. So, Ben Roethlisberger. Absolutely not. He's the second on the list, $34 million. Is that worth more than Ben Roethlisberger? No, Ben did the same thing Russell did. Right. With Jerome, first three seasons, he's in there, he won two Super Bowls. Then you look at the next possible GOAT, Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. At 30, 33-5. Wow. Wow. He's on there. Super Bowl ring. Consistent he's, he's, playoff runner. Exactly. Has won his division. Known to be several a Several times. Right. And then, and then after this, the list gets a little questionable. <laughs> okay. And okay. this is where Dak comes in or what? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, next on the list at, at, a, at a whopping $33 million all guaranteed. Oh, God. Is your favorite cousin, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins. Is fourth? Kirk Cousins is fifth on the list. Get the hell out Jared of Jared Goff is ahead of him. <laughs> are know. they tied or, or they, who's They tied? are a million dollars apart. Get the... So basically tied. So golf, why? Golf, Cousins? Golf hasn't really, golf hasn't really what been... What has he done? How does he get that big contract? <sighs> See, this is where Dak's fucking pissed. This, this is where Dak's pissed. This is where Dak's trying to validate. Yeah, this is where he's upset. But now, but still $45 million. Now, if you told me, if you told me, hey... Dak signing for thirty five million. Okay, yeah, that's not okay. Bad. That's not okay. It's in there. That, that puts him right with the top, but he's asking for forty five million dollars. He's not even worth thirty five. He's asking forty five million dollars. He's asking for ten million dollars more than the top quarterback in the league. He, he's not even worth that much. He's now, not worth thirty five. Now here's here's a, a conspiracy theory. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna put you on the clock oh, good. here. Conspiracy theory. All right. Do you think the players' union picked up the phone? Call Dak and say, Dak, listen, we want to push this uh, player salary scale as much as we can. Oh, they're using push, this tool. Push for as much money as possible. Don't settle. Even though, even though right wow. now you, you, you can beg to think about the fact that this is probably earning his image with the public. But do you think the players union gave him a call, said, hey, listen, you need, you need, to, you, you need a rock star deal. You need a rock star deal. Wow. In order to push that wage up, that's a good way to look at it. I don't know, I, I wouldn't. But what, what to get every other quarterback more money to, as well to, to get more people paid? Wow, to get more people paid. That's a good way to look at it. I didn't, I didn't think about that at all. The second phone call I think they make is to Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and <laughs> say, "Listen, you don't sign till after Dak signs." Really? Don't even think about it. Don't sign after Dak signs because you're going to break whatever he signs. And just continue to push that that earning wages up. 
You think football's that that diabolical? I, I mean, they, get, they do that? You got to think about it. I mean, players looking after the players. That's true. Just like you don't think owners call owners? That's true. I mean, after they get Andy Dalton, though, do you think he's just like, fuck this? I'm going to keep asking so, for as much money as possible until you trade me. So I think, I, I do think that Andy Dalton threw a little, a little, a wrench, a little in wrench into it yeah. because you got a viable backup quarterback that can come in, learn the system. Potentially take the starting job. Hand the ball off a little bit more than Dak. Play, use a little play action pass. You t- you feel Amari Cooper, AJ Green, true type of player. Yeah, they got a nice little running game with Zeke and that offensive line can protect. All he has to do is drop in twelve, fifteen passes. Let That's the defense it. win throw, it out. Throw for two hundred twenty-five yards, two fifteen yeah. a touchdown. Play play, <laughs> play solid defense. Play Trent Dilfer style. Absolutely, Trent Dilfer, Brad, <laughs> Brad hey, Johnson. Hey, style. That's how the Bucks won the Super Bowl <laughs> back in the day. Just give me fifteen That's completions and, 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 and six points. Just, we'll be good. Just throw the ball into positive territory. <laughs> don't don't let us do. start our own ten yards. Please, 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 please don't give the defense the start on, the, on our own uh, on our own ten yards. I mean, it's now. a good, it's a good, it's a good, good theory, man. You know what I'm saying? The other guy wants more money. Uh, did you hear about Tyson? Oh, boy. Did you hear about Tyson? Boy. So, in the last podcast, we're sitting there talking about him training, right? And we're talking about, hey, he's going to fight Evander Holyfield. Come to find out, nope. Nope. He out on a radio show says the opponent will be released this week, and it's not who you think it is. We got a list of names that are just ready to fight. So, he asked for $20 million fight. A and, 20, he, and he got it. And he got it because he's he he's being paid twenty million dollars to come. Was out that of more than what he got when he was fighting uh, in his prime? I mean, I, I think I, it was. I, I don't think it's as much. I know when we were preparing for the show, we were, we were definitely talking about how much did Mike Tyson make in All career right. earnings? Because you know, back back when he fought in in the eighties and the nineties, he was making his money off the pay per view, right? Right. That's where he was making most of his money. But back then, that kind of money wasn't today's kind of money. Now that's that's <laughs> that's true. And that is true. And is he getting Do you paid? buy the fight? You Absolutely. Buy I'm buying the fight. Absolutely. I don't care if the treasure three dollars. I'm buying the fight. I don't care if the fight lasts a minute and a half. <laughs> Just to see Mike Tyson I wanna, in the ring. I want to see him knock out somebody. Yes. I want to see somebody I go I want to see that right hook come across and connect with someone. Absolutely. And drop somebody on the floor. Absolutely. And I want I want to see Mike just stand over there. You shouldn't should have messed with me. You should should have messed with me. You know those demons are awake. Oh my god! All of them. That's what kept him before, right? When, when he gained the right. weight, when he gained the weight, and, and and he was talking about no, I don't want to work out because his big thing before was Mike. Man, you you, you, keep, right. you you let yourself loose a little bit. <laughs> You're not going to the gym no more. And he was like, he was like, no, I got to keep, I got to keep the demons in check. The guy said demons. Listen, man, and if for him to wake up the demon too, you want to go because when you work out, like if me and you start working back out, right, it's gonna be a good solid three weeks before I I put in a good four days in a row at the gym. Okay, for Mike Tyson to be woken up and say I'm gonna go work out at 53, that demon is is not even just awoke. He's he's clawing it to the insides of Mike, and I wonder what else he's got left in the tank. Yeah. I don't think he goes past four or five rounds at 53. There's if he no does, way. there's no God way. bless him. Yeah, there's no but way. Mike, I want to see who's the Who's the guy that gets knocked out by who, Mike at fifty three? Who fights him? Who gets in the ring with him? I, I know you got a list here. Oh my God! Let me let me tell you something. Who are guys that are pop? Because I mean, he already at, said on record, uh, no Holyfield isn't an option. Did it's you, not even an option. Did you hear that? Absolutely, he said Holyfield's not an option. He doesn't want to relive that. But like, for instance, the, first, the the main guy who's at the top right now is Tyson Fury. There's no way. There's no way he go fight that six Absolutely. man guy, right? I mean, and we're saying no way, it. but 
He might happen. I mean, for $20 million. Yeah, that 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 guy could knock out Mike Tyson. You got Anthea Joshua, now who I can see him fighting Joshua because after Ruiz put him on the canvas, canvas and, and, and plummeted him and embarrassed him, I could see that being a fight. I could see him fighting him. Uh, I could see him fighting maybe Joseph Parker. I could see those guys. But and those are the top ten. These are the, the top ten right now. Boxing wise is Fury, Joshua. I do not see him getting in a ring with freaking Wilder at number three. I don't see him getting in a ring with Wilder. Ruiz is under there, which is crazy that Joshua's above Ruiz, since you know Ruiz knocked him out. Then you got White, Parker, Ortiz. I don't know. I don't know who he goes after. It's got to be a great name. Though. It's got to be a name, especially if they don't want to release it. Twenty million. I can't wait. This is like when LeBron did the decision. Now I gotta see who he fights. <laughs> you gotta see. I it. gotta see this. Now, a couple of years ago, when when Floyd and Pacquiao got together the first right. time, right, and the second time, people were talking about it's a money grab. Yeah, that, that's what fighting this each is. other, yeah. do a little money grab. So, and again, I have this kind of pulled up here. They're talking about Mike Tyson's career earnings. Oh wow, career earnings. He's got to be in the billions. Three hundred million. That's it. That's it. Mike? So so this one Wow. Think about this here. This one twenty million dollar fight represents fifteen percent of his earnings in one fight. Wow. They're talking about his, his net worth. <laughs> so here's a here's a crazier stat. His net worth is three million. I wonder how much he spent on buying the tigers. <laughs> Carol Baskin style. You know what I mean? How much he buy the tigers? So that, so he's he's definitely doing it for money then. He's got yeah, to because I know he be. had that he had that Vegas show that he was doing. Yeah, he did the Vegas uh, show on the life, movie, which I heard was good. He was on the movie, um, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's that's damn shame, man. He didn't get more than that while he was fighting. So I definitely think comes out. Maybe there's a fight or two. It's got to be a big name. Let that man knock somebody out, and the then you're forever. You're forever he will get paid out. again. I'll fight Mike for twenty. For 20 mil? Oh, I'm in there. Shit. I'm even training like I'm gonna like I'm actually gonna do some shit. I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull the floor. Oh yeah. I'm a ducking bob and weave. Baby. I'm not ducking shit. <laughs> Let Mike hit me in the first ten seconds. I want my twenty million. I'm getting the hell up out of Vegas. Get out of right over to the Bellagio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking my happy ass with a fat face. I can't remember my name, but I'm gonna be spending some blackjack or spinning a roulette table. I'm, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, be careful, man. That right hook may kill the dude. Yeah, well, whatever. You know what I mean? Rice is rice. You kill me, that's fine. Let let one of my kids grab the twenty mil. There you go. But I'm in the I'm in the ring. Do it for the kids. Right, right. Do They'll have the like kids. a nice parade or something Absolutely. for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here lies Raul, knocked out by Mike. By Mike. <laughs> it took Mike to get him down. Yeah. It took Mike. Mike to kill Raul. That's how, that's how the story gets. That's how you want to go out. That's how you want to go out. Every man should want to go out that way. You know what I mean? That'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. Favorite part of our show. Okay. This is where I'm going to love to do. All right, Special guest. Special guest. It. My guy. I'm trying to tell you. I've known this kid since he was 8, 9, and 10. I got the special privilege of coaching him. And no, I'm not going to take all the credit, but I just want you to know I put him on the path. Okay? You put him on the path. I put him on the path. You, you gave him that fidelity. Absolutely. Light on the floor and told him I where to go. I reassured his love for the game. Okay? Uh, I want you to understand this is the part of the show, everybody. On the clock, what we're going to keep doing around here is highlighting some of our high school athletes around here in the Tampa Bay area, man. This is one kid that I'm trying to tell you is super special. You noticed it as soon as you saw him on the football field, even at a young age, seven, eight, nine years old. This is the kid that we got from Tampa Catholic, their very own, D'Angelo Taylor. And you're right. There goes that man. There goes that man, mama. There goes that man, mama. We love him to death around here. We're going to have him right now. On the clock is D'Angelo Taylor. Go DJ, that's my DJ. Go DJ, that's my DJ. Go DJ, that's my DJ.
Hey, man, what's going on, DJ? What's going on? Thank you for joining on the clock, man. How you been doing, man? What's been going on? Nothing much. I've been doing good. Um, trying to find ways to keep working during this uh, pandemic. How about you? Oh, man, same here. You know me. Uh, went ahead and started a podcast because I was so bored being quarantined. I felt like nobody was listening to me anyway, so I started a podcast. But uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of you working out, man, what are, what are the type of things you've been doing working out? Uh, I've just been lifting weights, uh, getting some DB training in and just, like, running around the neighborhood. Oh, nice. Nice. Just trying to stay in shape. And did I, well, let me ask you this real quick, man. Let me ask you this. So I know, you know, me and you, we, we, got, we go way back. I got to coach you at Little League, and it was obvious – even when you were eight, nine, and ten years old, man, watching you play football, that you were going to play on Saturdays. Like we just knew, we just didn't know where, but we just knew DJ's going to play somewhere. I mean, he used to come splatted up with gloves and ready to go. I remember you even had hand warmers, <laughs> hand warmers in Florida <laughs> around your waist just because you wanted the full picture, man. It was it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. And you're going to laugh, yeah. man. One day when uh, when you make it big, whatever, I still have your highlight tape from when you played out there. <laughs> I still have it. Dogging these boys yeah. out, but uh, what I want to ask yeah. you is, what I want to ask you is, is why Arizona State? What made you attract to them the most? I just I chose Arizona State because, uh, well, I mean, like a lot of coaches, they, I mean, a lot of schools, they show you like um, everything, and I've seen a lot of schools building their program, but ASU was just like different, and the culture was there, and I like what they were doing, doing, and then you have like the pro model coaching. You got Herm Edwards, Marvin Lewis, and Sonia Pierce, and uh, the list goes on so like getting the knowledge like that and just for a college athlete to be coached by them for the next three, four years is great because they um they know what it takes to get to the next level. So DJ again, thank you for joining the show on the clock here with me and Raul. You know, the question I have for you, DJ, is, you know, what are you looking forward to the most in college? Like what's gonna be that one thing that you look forward to as you take that next step from high school to college? Um I'm just looking forward to just be able to learn and soak everything in as I need as an incoming freshman and just because uh, everyone's good in college football and then being able to compete and having to work and produce and practice and then take it to the field in front of 60,000 people. Talking to, you know, Raul and talking to your family a little bit, I understand that academics plays a major role in your decision as you as you pursue your college education. What's your major – and talk to us about why you picked that over others. Uh, my major is uh, sports business, and I chose that because I just, like, still want to be involved with sports no matter what. And uh, but at first I was stuck on uh, physical therapy, sports training, but that was, like, it was, it was just, like, a hard schedule to do with uh, football and practice and all that kind of stuff. So. Now, you know, outside of Coach Raul and family and, 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 and some of those folks, who is your biggest – role model who is someone that that influenced you made a difference in your life that that you want to use this show here to kind of highlight say thank you to now i know we can't say coach Raul, so you know i know you can't say that because you know mom and dad will be hurt okay so you got to pick somebody else <laughs> but who are who are some people that you would like to shoot out and just you know show love and, and respect to helping you mold the man you are uh my grandfather in uh jacksonville he, just, he always wants to, uh, everybody to be great and um uh, seeing or hearing him just like working out with my cousin and just uh, pushing him. And so then him doing the same to me, it showed a lot. And it's just like, he always made sure I never quit. And I, that's like one thing I, I will always uh, grasp from him, is like to never quit. Because uh, I'm, not, I'm not a person that's going to quit. I'm going to still push through. 
appreciate y'all working hard. Perfect, man. That's awesome, man. Awesome. Let me switch gears a little bit here. So the NBA is coming back. All right. So NBA is coming back to Orlando. They're going to play at Disney. What are some of your thoughts, man? Who do you think is going to make the finals and, and win the whole thing? Uh, I think, uh, I mean, I don't really watch basketball like that, but uh, I do like the Lakers. LeBron's, uh, and oh, you're a LeBron guy, huh? <laughs> yeah. So like, the Lakers, I think the Lakers are probably going to pull it off. Uh, I don't know. Let me see who else, who else is probably uh, going to make it. Uh, I don't really know. I, I know the Bucks are the Bucks are pretty good over there on the East, right? So the Bucks have been pretty good. We we were talking about that early in the podcast, uh, looking at the East schedule. The Bucks are number one right now, uh, with the yeah. I think the Raptors at two. So my pick was Bucks and Lakers in the finals, uh, with the Lakers essentially just taking it over for the win. But those are the two teams that are going to probably be battling it out. Yeah, yeah. You you don't have a LeBron jersey, do you? A Laker jersey? Nah. I was like, man, I hope he didn't go full LeBron on me. Nah. <laughs> hey, man, so the last thing I want to tell you, you know I'm a huge Miami Hurricane fan, right? You've, you've known that since you were a kid. Uh, I'm a huge yeah. fan. So I was watching your highlights, of course. I, I've never missed one of your highlights. I've, I've gone to some of your games when you're playing at Tampa Catholic. Uh, so I want to just, just ask you this one question. At Arizona State, you get to return kicks, and they make you that main guy returning punts or, or kick returns. Are you going to try and go beat my guy Devin Hester's record for the most return kicks in college football? Is that what you're going to try to oh, yeah, go do? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, if I get the chance uh, or the opportunity to play a uh, kick return, which, like, which we have talked about, we're just going to go, go all out for sure. And then seeing that one of my friends from Berkeley Prep uh, at Kansas State, Dr. Youngblood, and how he dominated kick returns at, uh, and got 10, 12, um, special team player of the year. So, like, we, I mean, we always talk some about our goals for this upcoming season and what we trying to do. So, I'm trying to, I'm trying to beat his record because he, uh, he been real good at special team on kick returns. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. I, and listen, so I'm going to tell you right now, I, I'm already pre-ordered an Arizona State jersey. I just don't know what number you're going to be. As soon as I find out what number you are, I'm, I'm wearing an yeah, Arizona man. State jersey every weekend. Uh, just because one, you know, D'Angelo Taylor, one of my favorite athletes, one of the favorite uh, kids I ever got to coach, man. So I appreciate it. And thank you so much for representing yourself and your family, man. I know they're they're excited. The whole city's excited for you, especially Tampa Catholic. You got a great coach over there that is molding great men. And, and we just appreciate you uh, coming on here for a little bit and, and shooting a shooting a talk with us, man. I appreciate you. Yes, sir, no problem. All right, man. You make sure you do your thing over there with them Sun Devils, all right? Yes, sir. All right, Talk to you later, DJ. All right. Man, what a show. Thank you so much for everybody for coming on. D'Angelo Taylor, thank you for George for coming over here. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, it was awesome. It was all the time we got for you guys, man. So if you want to find this podcast, listen to it. Follow us on Spotify and iTunes by simply searching on the clock. It'll be the first uh, one of the first options that, that populates there. You'll see his Raul's face and my face on the screen. That's right. That's right. And also, if you guys are a Twitter fans, if you got those tweet hands, go ahead and shoot us out a tweet, man, at on the clock. All right, on the clock twenty for Twitter. And then if you want to email us, go ahead and email us, man. Email some of your subjects. Email some of the, some of the things that you're thinking about the podcast. Also, if you want to go head to head with me and George, go ahead and email us at on the clock twenty at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube as well. All right, at on the clock radio. Till next time. Fans, you're on the clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a menace. Give me a rage, I like tennis. I'm with this shit like I'm Dennis. I started this shit on my fingers. Niggas be hating, trying to blemish my image. Who want the smoke? Two to three count with the scope. And then they clip low.